It's been a long day. Grab a beer and sit back. It's time for Brew Talk. Here's Scott Chad and the Brew Doctor himself, Dr. Michael Mosier. Happy Brews Day, everybody. You're here for another edition of Brew Talk. We join you every Tuesday at this time for uh, sit around, chat about beer, drink beer, enjoy beer. Can I say it? Say it. In beautiful Midtown Greeley. In beautiful Midtown Greeley. Got to get that in. <laughs> Doc, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm really tired. It's been a long week, so yeah, I'm really yeah. looking forward to this beer. Yeah, we've been a we've been a lively brunch here before the, the show started, so we're picking up a little bit now. We've got some of this wonderful chill pill pilsner. Yeah, I like it. It's uh, it goes down really, really smooth. It really does. And it's really hitting the spot. It is. How long have you had this on? Um, we've had this on for now about four or five months. Nice. And yeah. we just keep making batches of it. it Very good. It seems to go pretty well. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. What else you got going on this week? Uh, this week is a fairly busy week. Uh, we have uh, the Pickers uh, on tonight. Ah, yes. Yes. And tomorrow is our cribbage tournament. And then on Friday, we have uh, Danny Derail Band playing live. There you go. So uh, really super excited about this weekend. It's going to be fun. You got a lot going on. Busy week. I know, right? <laughs> it is busy, yes. And it is GABF week. It is. Unfortunately, I will not be attending this year. Yeah, same here. Just didn't work out with my schedule, and you know it's kind of tough to get away right now. So, mm-hmm. but if you are headed to GABF, um, I noticed today that uh, PorchDrinking dot com put out a nice list of all the to dos and happenings around the GABF area. So that includes special tap takeovers. Um, with breweries that are going to be at the the festival, there's some uh, some uh, beer pairing dinners. Mm. Um, there are special beer releases at several breweries. So, if you're interested in any of that, if you're down um, checking out GABF this week, um, check out porchdrinking.com. They've got a great list of all the happenings. That's always the best thing to do. I mean, if you get a chance to go to GABF, that's great. But if you can't get into GABF, just hanging out downtown and going to all the different breweries right. and checking out stuff. Because there's always so much going oh, on. Oh, I know. It's just crazy. There's even some anti-GABF <laughs> special tap takeovers and, and tappings that I, I've seen on some different breweries. So That's cool. <laughs> those that perhaps couldn't get into GABF or have yeah. some kind of, I don't know. Just come drink with just us. Just come drink with us instead of going right drinking with... 50,000 people. And they're your closest friends, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, and you avoid the lines and avoid the rush. That's and right. And actually get a size of a beer that you can sit down and enjoy. And be able to actually sit down yeah, and enjoy I'm, rather I'm, than I'm running try- around trying to taste as many as you can. Right. And I'm not trying to put down GABF. I think it's great. No, it's actually a, it's a lot of fun. It's tremendous fun. Uh, we've been a, a couple times together, couple times I know. together, yeah. And I've uh, been a couple times on my own, et cetera, and... It's uh, it's really fun. Uh, the <clears throat> it is also fun just to go and sit in a bar and it is. try the tap takeover. It is. <laughs> now, do you have a special strategy? I noticed when mm-hmm. a couple times we went to the GABF. Yeah. And what's your strategy? My strategy is to taste everything um, that I 
want to taste. So I look through the list of all of the different beers that are published ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I find the ones that I <clears throat> what I'd, I'd like to taste. And then what I do is I make sure to go around and hit those. Now, it might end up being like 100 different beers. And uh, if you're saying to yourself, okay, 100, <laughs> 100 one-ounce one ounce pours, pours <laughs> or two-ounce pour or whatever. You're nearing the gallon there. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly, and that's a lot of beer to drink in three and a half hours. It is. You it know. is. So um, my strategy is to go to the place. Um, if there's a line, I'll go to my next place. Yes. Um, if there's no line, I'll jump up to the front, I'll grab my sample, and then I smell, taste, and everything. And usually the, all I'm getting is just a little taste. Yeah. Um, if it's a great beer, I might drink the full ounce. But most of the time, it's it's good. But you know, I I got other beers to try, so yeah. I just pour out the remainder. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which uh, I noticed, you know, the first time we went together, we went with Tanner, mm-hmm. and he tried to keep up with you and didn't realize that you were dumping that a lot I was of dumping. Those and uh, <laughs> I think about a quarter of the way in, he was like, what in the heck is going on here? Yeah. And, uh, you know, 92 beers later, I managed to get through it and I was fine. And I'm not sure Tanner quite made it to oh, 92. But... I don't think he, <laughs> I don't think he did. But it's sure a good time watching him try. <laughs> well, and then you can go to a, a, a tap takeover afterwards and still enjoy yourself. That's right. Right. That's if right. you, if you go there and you drink everything in sight, um, you're pretty much done for the day. That's right. Yeah, you sure are. And you should be walking with friends to your hotel. Because when you're talking about hundreds of breweries with multiple beers, mm-hmm. you're talking thousands of beers available at this thing. That's right. There's no way you can get through them all. There's no there, way. There isn't a way. You, there isn't. There's the the only way you'd be able to do that is if you had a ticket for every um, opening every or, every night. Yeah. Every, every night. Yeah. Every session. Session. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. And. Uh, Boy, you'd still you'd still be struggling struggling to get through them, them. and then of course, if you're not doing the sip and then pour, um, you would have an awful lot of beer in your tummy. So, well, and especially when there's breweries who at some sessions every hour release a special tapping, right? Mm -hmm. So that's always tough to and always fun to if you can get in the line early enough and you're not near the end. And it's it, always fun to kind of try, because those are some new and different types, different things that these breweries don't normally put out. Right. Well, I happened to be walking by a Sam Adams booth just as they put up the sign saying, we have Utopia. Oh, there you go. And I'm like, uh, there's no line. So <laughs> I even had to ask the guy, are you guys like serving Utopia right now? Yes, we are. Well, then I'll have one. <laughs> <laughs> there's still no line. Can I have another? Can I have another? <laughs> Thank you, sir. Can I have another? I've had Utopia once, and oh. it was pretty pretty amazing. It is a pretty good beer. It's uh, kind of heavy. So. It is. It's definitely a, a sipper. Yes, it is. And it's not a full pour. And you know what? A, a little half-ounce pour of it is fine. That's all you need. Yeah. Um, because there's 80 other beers on your list you need That's to go right. try now. That's right. So... Um, but I've actually run into some breweries that I'd never heard of before that I became a tremendous fan of by doing this. And to me, that is validation that doing something like a sip and then pour yeah. or sip and savor because it's really wonderful yeah, or just sip and pour because it's not wonderful at all. 
You know, right. Which happens. Which happens. Yeah. It does. Um, but uh, doing that has allowed me to get around and see some of these and try ones that I would never have thought of going to. Right. Yeah. So it really opened my eyes to a couple different birds. Now, there's a couple other strategies that, that I've tried in the past. Mm-hmm. One was picking a style mm-hmm. and trying to stick that. with that. And those that was kind of in my early days. But even still, picking one style, there's no way you can get through all of them. No. Um, it, Unless you know, your style is something weird that nobody has. Right, that nobody has. Out. Right. But uh, I think at the time, we, we uh, one time we we did a porter, and then the next session, I think we did IPAs. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, even then, still. And and we hadn't learned the sip and pour. Right. We were, we were young and, and not very smart and tried to, you know, we wanted to get our money's worth. Right. Right. Um, so we were we were drinking everything, and, then, and and for me, getting your money's worth is trying everything you can exactly. try. And other people, getting your money's worth is how much beer can I drink? Yeah, and that's fine. That's, that's fine. That's just the way they yeah. want to do it. So, have you tried a different strategy other than that? Um, the, the the strategy I tried the last couple times I went was looking for breweries that I don't normally get to go to. Oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Colorado's great. Colorado's got four hundred plus breweries. Um, there's a lot of them up here in northern Colorado that I get to see and, and drink their beer all the time. I try to go to the ones from Colorado maybe that I don't necessarily oh, – that are okay. newer. Sure. Or that are far away that I don't necessarily get to go to. Um, or, you know, other breweries from around the country that I've heard of, I've heard good things about that I kind of want to try and see what they're all about. So That's cool. That's a good um, way to do it too. Yeah. So – yeah. There's there's lots of different strategies. None of them are wrong. No. You just go have a good time. And The biggest strategy is make sure to hold on to that glass. That's right. And don't That's drop right. it. Nobody wants to get cheered at <laughs> and uh, have to carry around the plastic glass for the rest right. of <laughs> Another good strategy is to have something to munch on. Mm. Um, the pretzel necklace is always a good idea. I think so, too. Um, but there's, always, there's also food available. So, And... To be honest, having the food at the festival to me was it's good. It's really good food. The problem is, is that it takes me it away takes from, away from from hitting some of the breweries I want to make sure to hit. Yeah. So I really enjoy carrying my food around with me around my neck. Yes. And uh, some of the pretzel necklaces now have um, little bobbles on them, like. Um, and people are getting really creative with creative. them, aren't they? Yeah, I think I saw a Subway sandwich on one of them once. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I've seen little, yeah, I've seen candy bars. I've seen beef jerky, bags of chips. Yeah, bags of chips. <laughs> so it's gone beyond just the average pretzel necklace. It, but to me, uh, pretzel's good because it helps soak up some of the beer. It does. Um, it kind of helps clear the palate. It does. To, to go taste the next beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, I agree. Good, good idea. So, if you're headed to GABF this week, um, get outside the festival and try some of the other events. Again, porchdrinking.com has a l- great list of a lot of different things going on. Or just check out um, all the social media stuff mm-hmm. with with the breweries around Denver and and the surrounding, even in your town. If you're not going to be make it down to Denver. I know a lot of local breweries in the northern Colorado. Colorado. Ooh, goodness, that's <laughs> talking too fast. My mouth is tired too. Um, northern Colorado area have special GABF tappings and mm-hmm. and things like that. And it doesn't so, have to be just breweries too. A lot of bars it are yeah, celebrating a lot of, it. A well. lot of bars have different things going on. Tap takeovers. Mm-hmm. 
things like that to where in fact one of the funnest times i ever had was going to a bar that had a tap tap takeover of green king oh yeah and i'm like okay i'm i'm down there you go <laughs> so, and then the guy came around and gave us a whole bunch of freebies yeah and usually at tap takeovers there's yeah. a representative from the, yep. the brewery that you can talk to and learn more about the brewery and, and then you sit there and you order a couple pints of this and try it yeah and next thing you know you're hooked so it's Lots worth of fun it. it's always worth it let's take a quick break here when we come back we will talk about what Forbes magazine calls possibly the greatest beer contest ever. Stick around and find out what it is. Welcome back to Brew Talk. Live from the Aloe Fiber Studios on 1031 and 1310 KFKA from lovely Midtown, Midtown. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make that a thing. That. I We're going to make that. that a thing. I love that. <laughs> so Sierra Nevada has announced um, what Forbes magazine is calling possibly the best contest for beer lovers ever. It's called Still the One Friends Reunion Contest. Um, still the one referring to their iconic pale ale, mm-hmm. even though it's been released 40 years ago, right? Um, is still kind of the the, stand, the pale standard that all other pales are, are judged by. It is. Um, what it is, is um, Sierra Nevada it has this contest. You can enter either at, on their website or on their Instagram page. Um, you and five of your friends can win a um, a flight to Sierra Nevada's a brewery in Mills River, which is near Asheville, North Carolina, right. which is their East Coast brewery. I think they opened around 2015, somewhere Yeah, I was going to say it's about 2015, 2016. Yeah, somewhere in those, that range. Um, and you and your five friends get to go and brew a special reunion beer. So you get together with your friends, you get together with the brewers from the the Asheville Brewery, um, Sierra Nevada's Brewers, and develop a recipe, name the beer, and and the finished beer you get to take home, and it'll also be on tap at the brewery there in in Asheville. So, um, That's kind of cool. Kind of cool. Yeah, I know, right? You know, (laughs) what a great contest. You know, Sierra Nevada is kind of an iconic brewery, one of the mm-hmm. grandfathers. Been around for a long time, 40 years at least, right? Well, their pale ale and uh, torpedo is another one I remember. Yeah, yeah. Those are iconic to me. Yeah. So brewer, brewery and brewers that know what they're doing. Right. And you get to go kind of develop, get, develop something. something with them. Yeah. And, you know, use their knowledge and use their facilities. And Ooh, What would you pick? That, that'd be tough, wouldn't it? Oh, I guess it'd be depend on who your five friends were that you took. You yeah. kind of have to all agree on something, wouldn't you? Well, I think you probably would have to say, hey, we'd like to try this. And, and I bet Sierra Nevada gets to say, no, I'm sorry, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not doing anything with. But if you go along the same lines as something that they've got similar to it, you might. True. You might go, this is what we're looking for. And they go, oh, that's exactly what we were hoping you'd say. There you go. And next thing you know, you might be a tough, that'd be a tough decision, I think. Yeah. 
I know because I know what I would like to drink, and I know mm-hmm. what I I would brew for myself. But you know, I'm not sure that I could get together <laughs> and, with my five friends and we'd all agree on the same thing. Well, I have a hard time just coming up with my own brew right? myself because I'm like, oh, maybe I should. <laughs> what do, should you know, I brew this? I time? should do that. It's like I have an argument with, with myself. <laughs> so, um, but. Ooh, how do you how do you win this contest? You have to. So I. How many it, entries can I get? <laughs> it looks like um, you have to put together. Let me find it. Uh, you have to put together a, a thirty second video. Oh. Um, or photo explaining why you deserve to win this priceless prize using the hashtag Sierra Nevada Reunion Contest and tagging Sierra Nevada. So the best photo. Empty glass. And that's if you do it via Instagram. Um, there is a contest website um, mm-hmm. that you can also click on. And, and I'm sure if you Google Sierra Nevada, um, still the one friends reunion contest, um, that'll take you right to that site. So, um, yeah, but man. I'm just thinking, hmm, I wonder... I'll have to think about this a little bit longer. <laughs> what you would brew? What I'd brew. I'm just thinking how you could uh, make sure that you could get your yourself in the contest and, and have you looked at just perfect. Yeah. You know? That's always the trick with these things. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, if, the, you, if they're all going to sit there and watch my video, I'm not very photogenic, so. <laughs> maybe that's your, maybe your, I'll just your do thing. A, maybe that's your Stick figures, <laughs> stick figure cartoons. There you go. You could do ana- you know, animation, the flip book stuff. Flip book, right? Right. <laughs> Little stick book oh. doc brewing at Sierra Nevada. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> brewing what, whatever beer you choose. Hmm. What would you, you? Gosh, I don't. You know, I, maybe a golden ale. Golden ale would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of ESBs. Hmm. Um, similar, something yeah, like that, something like that. You know, I, I and, and I know Sierra, I'm a big fan of IPAs and too. Sierra Nevada. It's got the IPA, you know, nailed. Yeah. So the and West for me, Coast it now. definitely, but yes, definitely would be West Coast. Yeah. I know they 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 do some hazies at Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm. I know they they do a lot of everything, but I think their originals are all the West Coast right. for sure. So, yeah. Hmm. That, that's a t- that's tough. Even tougher, who would the five friends you bring? <laughs> Me, myself, and I. There's three. There's three. <laughs> I have so many people that would like to go. It'd be hard to nail See, it and down then, to just then people five. get their feelings hurt, right? Yeah. And well, why didn't you pick me? Well, you wanted to make a, a stout. Nobody <laughs> right. here in the group wanted to make a so stout. you make your 30-second video, and mm-hmm. if you win, then all your friends have to make a 30-second video to win your contest. Oh, yeah, if they get to go with I you. like that. There's an idea. Technology, so, though. If any of my friends are out there listening, get your, get your video put together now. <laughs> um, as... As I steal Doc's idea and might put together a flip book, <laughs> stick figure animation, I don't know. Oh. Well, like I say, I'm not very photogenic, so yeah. I'd have to think of something to do. <laughs> doesn't have to show people in it, I suppose. No, it doesn't. I mean, just, just a video. You know, it could just be a video of you driving down the road with the, you know, the voiceover in the background explaining why. You should win this contest. I'm looking for more beer. 
with that, you know, that indie artist playing in the background, <laughs> like the, in, you know, the art movies. And oh, yeah. They're always black and white driving down the ooh, lonesome black and white. highway. We could go old school on this. There you go. Spaghetti Western. <laughs> there we go. Well, Spaghetti Western, a 30-second <laughs> with bad lip syncing. <laughs> So you have to learn Italian so yeah. that we can uh, act it out in Italian, and then we'll dub over this, the correct sound. So if Clint Eastwood is listening and would like to help us direct this. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or any fans of Spaghetti Westerns. And so have, have you heard of lots of different contests? I mean, to me, this... This is the one... Seems like there's not very many contests out there. You know, there's contests that, that you can win, like... Swag, or you know, right? This brewery's giving away a snowboard, or this brewery's giving oh. away a yeah, a, you know, I, LED sign, or um, you know, those kind of, of those. things. Yeah, but never anything quite this. I mean, it's not just big. It's not just hey, we're fly out and you get to take a tour. No, no, it's we fly you out, we put you up in a hotel, we'll give you swag. You come to the brewery, you get the the VIP tour, and then then we're gonna sit down and, and we're gonna, gonna make sit a down. Beer. And we're gonna make a beer. And not only do you get to take that beer with you, when it, or well, probably, get that beer when it's ready, right? but we're going to put it on tap in the tap room, too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And if it goes really fast, the next thing you know, it next could be you know, nationwide. You could be the pro-am mm-hmm. at Sierra Nevada's next GBF. Mm-hmm. That is a really good contest. It really is. And I, I re- there was something else alluded to in there, too, uh, when they say that uh, we're still the one. Right. Where we see a lot of breweries that are changing their iconic beer, right? Changing, recipe. you know, changing their their packaging, changing right. their Sierra Nevada is kind of stuck with. They the have stayed with it, and I think they're better off for it. Yeah, in many cases. Yeah, because you never know if you change the recipe, that could make half the people excited and half the people upset because now it's not the same beer that they're used to drinking. Well, and every time I go to the liquor store. Automatically, I can pick out that Sierra Nevada because mm-hmm. there it is. It's it, a it green looks the same. Label. Green label, yep. you know, and Sierra Nevada Pale. Yep. Hmm. So um, I'm looking. There is a deadline. Um, contest closes at 11:59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on October 15th, and the winner will be contacted on November 8th um, with the good news. Got- so. Just a little over three weeks. So a little over this. three weeks to get the, get your videos in, get your uh, applications filled out, pick your friends out, and pick start thinking about the style of beer you want to. Well, you can pick your friends, so that's a good thing. That, that's a good thing. Hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking. So I'm going to have to go back and just do some brainstorming here. There we try go. to come up with a video. Let's take a break and let Doc do some more brainstorming. <laughs> when we come back, we got our review beer coming up. Stick around. Welcome back to Brew Talk here on 1031 and 1310 KFKA. It's time for us to review a beer. I'm super stoked. I really am too. So 
um, for those of you that don't know, Oktoberfest started on Saturday the 16th and goes to October 3rd. It's a two-week-long festival in Germany. So I uh, I brought in a, uh, a true German um, legend, mm-hmm. shall we say. Um, I brought in the Pauliner uh, Munich Lager, the original Munich Lager. Right. You know, quality and heritage brewed with uncompromising standards that it strictly adhere to the Reinheitsgebot using only four ingredients, water, hops, yeast, and malt for nearly 400 years. Um, so and, they've been brewing it for 400 years. And and definitely one of this is a beer you would find at Oktoberfest. It really is, yes. Because um, it's... Um, a nice Munich lager. It's the kind of thing you'd expect to find if you didn't want the sweeter Meritzen or Oktoberfest beer. Yep. This is right up your alley. So, um, 4.9 al- alcohol percent by volume um, comes in the 11.2 mm-hmm. because it's an import. Um, true German lager. Uh, yeah. So uh, thoughts I poured it into my glass, and it has this beautiful white, creamy head. Um, it is straw color um, in terms of the color of the beer, and uh, has that import nose that I've talked about many times, uh, where it's kind of a little skunkiness in there, and then the noble hops from the from the use of them in the beer. Though I will say the skunkiness on this is very light. Is lighter than other beers. Mm-hmm. Um, it does come in a brown bottle compared to green bottles or clear bottles or, or those kind of bottles. So You'd also I get like a little that. bit of malt on the nose you as do. well. Yeah. And uh, boy, it just makes you want to dive right in. It really does. And uh, my first sip, uh, it is clean and crisp. Crisp. And um, wow. This is this is what a Munich lager should taste this like. This is definitely what a, a German <laughs> Munich lager should taste like. Um, really kind of gets me in that Oktoberfesty mood, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I love the Martzens. I love the Oktoberfest beers with the maltiness. But every once in a while, it's nice to kind of come to something a little different. Yeah. A little, you know. The malt is there, but it's not It's not so near as forward. Forward. Yeah, yeah. correct. Is that is that it's a good word? Yeah. I like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, Crisp, clean, like you said. Mm -hmm. Um, Great beer. Um, And it's sessionable, just a little under 5% alcohol. Yeah, for sure. So um, that means that it'd be nice if it was a little bit lower, maybe four and a half or so. Yeah. Uh, But 4.9 is not too bad. And it's it's a beer that you can sit there on the patio. You can sit on your back porch. And you can just sit there and enjoy the wonderful weather. And why your bratwurst is grilling oh, on the grill? Yeah, in fact, your bratwurst may be grilling or boiling, boiling in some of, the, in some of this beer <laughs> for sure. Right. So, I mean, this—it's got the maltness to it, where the hops are not overpowering. They're there they because are. at the end, it's a slight, slightly, yeah. Would you say astringent or just a dry? I. Um, because I don't know if I'd say astringent. I don't know that I would say astringent. I'd say just a little dry. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, but it's a good dry. Yeah. yeah. And that's the hops. Yeah. And uh, it just invites you to take another sip. It really does. It really does. I don't know that I can say enough good things about this beer. I know. Um, Except that it comes in. My ba- the worst thing about it, it comes in 11.2 ounce bottles. It does. It does. Yeah. The, those 0.8 ounces are, are important. 
And, you know, I really wish I had those. Um, you know, I, I don't know that you can pick a Paul Honor beer and go wrong with it. I have yet to find one that I did not like. Um, the Hefeweizen is, mm-hmm. is one of the and gold their, standards. Their the Oktoberfest is just The Oktoberfest is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we tried an Oktoberfest last week, and that's kind of yeah. why I went with the Munich Lager this week, mm-hmm. to kind of get that little... You know, compare, contrast, and, mm-hmm. and see there are other German-style beers out there that are, are fantastic. That you can drink during Oktoberfest. You, you don't have to feel like, I, oh, I'm going to have to have that super sweet beer. Right. You don't have yeah. to have that. This, is, this one's not, it's not sweet, but it's not super dry. Right. It's like, right, it's perfectly balanced. It really is. It really is. Um, I think this is a great beer for if you're an American lager drinker. This is a great beer for you to try something new. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to try something new, that's very comparable. Um, but yeah. you know, kind of the original of where those American lagers started, because mm-hmm. you know a lot of American lagers were started from German immigrants. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is a great way, to, you know, a great inspiration for a lot of American. And in lager. fact, this might actually be what beer used to taste like before Prohibition. True. Here in the U.S. That's true. A little bit maltier, et cetera. But after Prohibition, of course, it was hard to get malt um, because everybody needed it all of a sudden. All of a sudden. And so they decided, let's use some adjuncts with it, some rice and some corn. And that dried it out, got rid of some of the maltiness of the beer. And we just got accustomed to that. Yeah. And uh, I think this is going back to old school. This is yeah, going back really to our is. heritage here. I think. Really is. Um, again, mm-hmm. Paul Honor beers are found in most of your liquor stores, and I, I know there's a lot of uh, you know tap rooms this time of year tend to go heavy with the German beers, mm-hmm. and you can find the Paul Honor on tap at a lot of different places. So, mm-hmm. um, if it's not the if it's not the Munich Lager, it might be the Oktoberfest. It might be the Hefeweizen. Mm-hmm. But I think you know. Again, I don't think you can go wrong with a Pauliner beer. I don't think you can either. I, in fact, most of the German beers that I've tasted as imports here, I've been very impressed with. Mm-hmm. Wine Steffen's another uh, one that comes to mind. Um, but I do like the Pauliner ones. It they're just they're. There's that maltiness to them that just sets them apart from everybody else. Yeah, I agree. And whether it's a subtle malt like this one is or whether it's heavy like it is in an Oktoberfest or something, it's it, – they're just – they know what they're doing over there. Let's they do. just say that. Well, and we, we talked about still the one with the mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada Pale has been the same for the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. I'm sure these beers have been the same for the last 400 years. 400 years, right. So, obviously, they're doing something right. <laughs> they figured they, it pe- out. They figured it out. <laughs> they they found that recipe. They're doing something right because their beer's still around. It's still amazing, mm-hmm. and people are still enjoying it. Yep, and they didn't change the re- – they might have tweaked it a little bit at the start when they were trying to figure it out, but – They've figured it out now, and I don't think they want to change, and I don't think they should. I don't think they should either. Yeah. Excellent beer. Very good beer. Um, We'll take a quick break here. When we come back, um, we'll give our final thoughts and our scores, but I think judging from the way we've we've talked up, Paul and her, you you probably know where we're going. Stick around. We'll be right back.
Welcome back into Brew Talk. Um, any final thoughts before we tell everybody what they probably already know? Yeah, I don't. Uh, just to recap, this beer um, smells malty with a little tiny bit of what I call import nose. Yeah. Um, it has a, a beautiful white head. Great golden color. Golden straw color. Um, goes down smooth. And has a little tiny bit of dry finish to it that makes you just want to take another Keep sip. Keep drinking. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, this is a good beer. Great beer. Mm-hmm. Um, without further ado, then, let's one, two, three it. I got a keg. I got a keg, too. Which makes it Brutalk approved and definitely quaffable. Mm, beer. <laughs> <laughs> definitely beer. Mm. Yeah, I've been known to say mm, beer a few times here. Yeah, uh, no surprise there. I don't think the way we we talk that beer up. If you're not familiar with Polliner's products, um, go grab. Yeah, one become from familiar store. with them. Yeah, check it out. Um, You'll, definitely worth worth your investment and your your research. Yeah, you will appreciate it. I will tell you that. Yeah. Um, good beer. Good beer. So you came across something interesting I, here. Yeah, I did. Um, Dunkin' Donuts and Harpoon Brewery? That's right. Dunkin' Donuts uh, partnered again. Uh, this is not the first time. This is uh, another time that they've done it with okay. Harpoon Brewery out of Boston. And they're putting together a box of beer called the Harpoon Dunkin' Box O Beer. Are there 13 beers in there? There's only 12 in there, unfortunately. Um, And they have uh, four different beers in there that are inspired or and made with uh, Duncan's products. Okay. So it includes their pumpkin spice latte ale. Which uh, I assume is coffee. Yeah, kind of like a coffee. uh, I imagine that they're probably a pumpkin spice donut, too. Yeah. Everything's pumpkin spice this time of year, isn't it? <laughs> that is true. Um, it also includes uh, three other beers made with Dunkin' Coffee. Okay. Uh, the first one is a cold brew coffee porter. Uh, the next fantastic. one's a hazelnut blonde stout. Okay. And the last one is a coffee roll cream ale, actually made with coffee rolls as well. All right. Um, and apparently, uh, you can find this everywhere that Harpoon beer is sold. So if anybody would like to send me to uh, Boston, where I know that it's sold, uh, to pick up some, I'd be happy to, to grab some. And we could review it here, right here on Brew Talk. That's so exactly any right. sponsors out there that want to send Doc to Boston, <laughs> if you're going to send him to Boston, also send a uh, substitute brewer and oh, yes. somebody in to cover him while he's <laughs> on his trip, too. Yeah, that is very true. Um, it'd be kind of hard to take that many days off. Or if you just happen to be in the Boston area and are listening, and would love to send us a 12-pack of the Duncan Harpoon. Or if anything, if you'd like to taste them and tell us what they're like. There you go. Because some of those actually sound – the coffee roll cream meal actually sounds, sounds really good. Yeah. And I'd like to give that one a try for yeah. sure. So The hazelnut blonde. Hazelnut blonde. It says that uh, – the information I have says it's 6.2% ABV. And brings a classic stout flavor to a beer that's actually golden in color, delivering the rich nuttiness with a touch of sweetness that you'd expect from your morning Dunkin' Hazelnut coffee. See, and I always like to try those blonde or, or clear stouts, the ones that are... Yeah, blonde stouts. That are, you know, not the dark black that, you, mm-hmm. that you're used to. It, they're, you know, they're... 
clear and golden. Or it's kind of like tricking your eyes yeah. a little bit, isn't it? And you still get that big, bold, stout flavor with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So. And as long as it's not too pushed. Sure. Is, you right. know, as long as they don't try to force, force it. Force it too much yeah. with artificials. And, yeah. 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 As long as they try not to do that, I think it. those are really good. Um, I always thought it'd be kind of fun to make a beer like that, too. Yeah. Or go the other way. And I don't think anybody's actually tried this one, but make a a, a stout, but make it taste like a, a nice light lager. Ooh. That'd be kind of interesting, kinda, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be interesting. So there's your next beer, yeah. Rule 105. Yeah, maybe I can, uh, can start researching, and working on make it. Make a little video about that there one. There you huh? go. And that could be your <laughs> Sierra Nevada. How's that a t- for a tie in back to the start? <laughs> My Sierra Nevada style. <laughs> there you go. I think that's a great idea. Because hmm. you see blonde stouts, you see, not very often. Right. But they're out there. But you, you're right. You don't see the. You the don't opposite. see the stout blonde. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see it the other way around. That's true. So that'd be kind of fun to try, I think. I agree. So what do you guys got going on at the tavern? Oh, you know, we, we, we've got uh, lots of Oktoberfest specials. So we've got um, several German-inspired beers from Colorado breweries um, that are on special. Um, cool. Include, including the Oktoberfish. We tried last mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have Wibtoberfest from Wibby Brewing, oh, cool. which is a great brewery in Longmont that, that specializes in lagers. Um, you know, I don't know that I've had a bad beer from Wibby Brewing. Right. Um, so they've got a lot of good stuff. We've got Haas from Great Divide, mm-hmm. which is another great Colorado um, interpretation of the Martin style, mm-hmm. the Oktoberfest style. Um and, and and several others that are going on. So, and we've got you know bratwurst on special. We've got pretzels, and we're doing some German inspired food specials on the weekends. So very cool. Yeah, lots of stuff going on. We just celebrated halfway to St. Patty's Day on Sunday. Yeah, which is our favorite holiday at the at the restaurant. So you know we we had some corned beef and cabbage and some Guinness stew on special. Um, getting ready. You know we want to celebrate st patty's day as as much as we can so well that's the best way to get your corned beef and cabbage because oftentimes it's difficult to get in the door it really is and because you guys sell out and or you know you can't get in uh, on st patty's day so why not try half st patty's there you go there you go so next year september 17th if uh you can't get in on march 17th um just keep in mind we'll we'll be doing that halfway to st patty's that's cool i like that uh, what do you got brewing next, Doc? Anything so, new in the in the tanks? Yeah, so the next one actually that is in the tanks right now is a Rambler's Gold. It's a British style golden ale, Ooh. and uh, we're looking for that one to be coming out here, hopefully in about a week, ten days or so. Is Should this the first time you've done a golden? First time I've ever done a British golden, and uh, so I'm I'm hoping I hit the nail on the head here with it. We'll. We'll know here in about five to ten days whether or not it's going to be going on tap. So that's a good sign. <laughs> um, and then next up, uh, we're redoing, or, or not redoing, but we're making the um, chili wheat again. Got a couple other beers that uh, we've got coming up. Um, 
just to replenish our supply. Yeah. And then we'll we'll throw in another new one. Our stout's going to be coming out probably in about two months, a month and a half. So very nice. Got to get those all put together. Yeah, it's, it's getting to be stout weather mm-hmm. here soon. Yeah, I and mean, you can drink a porter year round. You can. Um, you can kind of get away with kinda the stout. Get away with the stout. Yeah, I but, mean, if you're a stout drinker, you know, right? stout drinkers are going to drink stout no matter what time of year it is. But. And our our stout's an oatmeal stout, and I think that one just goes better in the winter. I agree. And fa- yeah. Late fall. So that one will be a little heartier. Yeah, little... it's a little heartier. It's got a lot more mouthfeel to it. And yeah. So that one will be coming out here um, probably in about a month and a half, you know, like I say, six weeks or so. And then uh, we're always anxious to try new things and see what they, they lend to us. And then here in a couple of weeks, not this weekend, but next weekend. Next weekend, you're yeah. You're pouring at the October Fest. Right, the Greeley. Yeah, at Lincoln Park. Uh, we'll yeah. be there. Um, I think there'll be a couple other breweries from Greeley there as well. That's what it sounds like. And uh, great times had by all every year. So I look forward to more That's of the one same. of my favorite things in, that downtown Greeley does is the October Fest with mm-hmm. you know, great German food out there, mm-hmm. great beers from lots of local breweries and good music too and great music yeah they have a lot of really cool bands um out there um so danny derail is going to be playing out there too so come check them out beforehand their band get the warm-up this weekend at rule 105 and and then then head out next next weekend and go party it up with them a lot of blues inspired music um yeah really cool so they also have an oompa band that plays there at the greeley october fest traditionally we you know we had uh, we had the polka music playing this saturday because mm-hmm. um, saturday was kind of the kickoff of of oktoberfest and while my manager brett and i were clearly enjoying it i think the rest of the staff <laughs> got real tired of it real quick yeah um, i don't understand why um but uh yeah we do the same during mardi gras we play the zydeco and after about two hours of it most of the, the people are, are like, like okay we okay. need to change we this need, to something can you put else. something else on now <laughs> so for some reason on sunday when we, we were playing irish music um the same thing really? had one person tell me this music's really obnoxious <laughs> um how dare I, they i just smiled at them Kicked them out. <laughs> so that's my heritage. <laughs> anyway. Well, it's been another great edition of Brew Talk. We tasted some great German beer. We tasted a great Pilsner from Rule 105. We talked about our award-winning videos we're going to win the Sierra Nevada contest with. Um, and if you're one of our friends, check in with us. Cheers, everybody. We'll see you next week.